We don't want to wait. Yeah. Season six. Season six. Episode 100 of We Don't Want to Wait. Oh, really? Yep. We're on episode 100 already. Wow. How the hell did that happen? (laughs) I have no idea. All right. Uh, What are we talking about tonight? Season six, episodes one, two, three, and four. Zod, Sneeze, Wither, and Arrow. Arrow. Um, okay, well, I have some uh, uh, pre-game news for you here. Uh, of course, we know that uh, as we go from Season 5 into Season 6, the WB um, joined with uh, the UPN to become the CW. And the last night of the WB was September 17th, 2006. They did a five-hour night of favorites and farewells, which was introduced by the WB announcer Hal Douglas, you know, Tonight on the WB. Mm-hmm. That guy. <laughs> yes. Yeah, uh, I know exactly who you mean. <laughs> yep. He's not, he wouldn't be continuing on to the CW. He actually moved to ABC. Uh, mm. But they ended up <clears throat> broadcasting the first episodes of Felicity, uh, Buffy, actually, the first two episodes of Buffy, Angel, and then the last one was Dawson's Creek. No Smallville for some reason, but oh. they gave two hours to Buffy, which left for another network? What the hell? <laughs> Well, I mean, these are the shows that built the WB. Mm -hmm. I suppose. I don't know. I think Smallville did a good good amount of lifting towards the end there. Um, After the last act of the pilot for Dawson's Creek concluded, a final 60-second clip montage aired featuring many of the network's previous stars, ending with this statement. For 11 years, you brought us into your homes. We made you smile and tugged at your heart. And now we say goodbye. From all of us at the WB, thank you. And the final image of the WB was um, Michi- Michigan J. Frog in silhouette, taking his hat off and bowing while the words thank you were on the screen. And uh, as his image faded away, the WB was no more. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's so hard. <laughs> So we're on the CW now, yay! And um, yeah, there's a it, it, there's a definite shift, I think, in the between the Smallville of the WB and the Smallville of the CW. Uh, I you know I think it has a lot to do with the shift from being in high school and then being out in the the city, you know, and not even being at college either. Like Zod destroyed just being the- young adult. Yeah. Just straight to young adulthood. Yeah. Zod destroyed the colleges, so everybody doesn't go to college anymore all of a sudden. <laughs> uh, you know. Oh, I uh, met you was being repaired. Uh, all right. So. Um, Sorry. What is that buzzing? It's, it's the garage door. Oh. <laughs> all right. So uh, on to our first episode, Zod, written by Stephen DeKnight. Uh, this is the one where Clark has to escape the Phantom Zone to defeat a Zod-possessed Lex Luthor. So, so very cool. Okay, is this a salt mine? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm assuming. I didn't get any sort of location um, uh, details on where they filmed, but I'm assuming it's some sort of salt place or mining place. Uh, but yeah, I love this. Uh, I love the first image of Clark in still in that little prism, watching Earth drift away as he floats out into space. And it, I just thought it was such a cool effect, and just 
so scary for Clark, you know, just be like, oh shit, there goes my planet. <laughs> and uh, then immediately gets like sucked into this zone. And uh, we see the Phantom Zone has phantoms. <laughs> uh, I called them Dementors. <laughs> That's exactly the word that I wrote down too. Or Wraith. Is it a Wraith? wraith. Some sort of Wraith. Well, since they're in the Phantom Zone, it's not the Wraith Zone or the Dementor Zone. It's the Phantom Zone. There's Phantoms. and um, uh, But we do have uh, an escapee from Krypton who, uh, who was Jor-El's she happens assistant. To know, she happens to know all about it. Mm-hmm. Well, she was Jor-El's assistant. And as the planet was about to go up, uh, he uh, told her to hide in the Phantom Zone and hopefully one day she'll make her way out of it. He, of course... Had to stay behind. He was he and his wife were saving Krypton, Krypton, and uh, of course sending little baby Kal-El into space. Yeah, it's so weird. Like early on, Jor-El was a villain, mm-hmm. and now he's this, um, you know, <sighs> he's the real Jor-El now. I, <laughs> that's how I think of it. I'm like, all right, finally, we're he's just you know Clark's or you know. Clark's father, Clark's real father, and uh, he sacrificed himself to save his only begotten son. And <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, Pascal Hutton plays Raya, who uh, was actually on Smallville before. Do you remember where she was? No, no. Uh, maybe you don't remember. Um, she played the exploding pregnant girl in this in the episode Ageless. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Didn't recognize her. Yep. So after that whole scene, we got the brand new credits. Yes, that spoils the whole episode. I know, right? What the heck? (laughs) I know. Morgan came walking through. I was like, don't look. Morgan had to spoil it for you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, really to like, we're leaning into the Lex and Lana thing officially because in the credits, we have Lex and Lana like making out on the roof. (laughs) So we we know it's not just going to be like a little fling. It's part of the main credits. So, um, so anyway, we find out where the phantoms come from. Wait, but good. Wait, but don't we also get Clark and Lana like in bed? Or was that last season's credits? I can't remember. I think so. Maybe I. I I would believe it if if that's what you're saying. I just noticed. I was like, oh man, they they're featuring Lex and Lana at the end, like making out while Clark's doing all sorts of superheroics, you know, in the other scenes. Uh, so these are these phantoms are actually prisoners whose bodies were destroyed and they became phantoms. So uh, that's why uh, Raya is whole. She was uh, she was not put into the phantom zone. You know, her body wasn't destroyed. She escaped into the phantom zone. And it's the same same thing for um, we see uh, Namek and uh, Aether the. The disciples of Zod later in the episode, and they have their uh-huh. own bodies. Okay. Yeah. And also, Clark bleeds in the Phantom Zone. Yeah, I don't think he has any powers there because he's away from the Yellow Sun. <gasps> oh. <yeah>. Okay. <laughs> uh, and dies. Huh? And Rhea dies, and you know, towards yeah, the well, end. So. It, it sure seems like it. Like she's trying to save. Or trying to give Clark a, a way to get out of there and pretty much uh, sacrifices herself to save Jor-El's only begotten son. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I like that uh, for the first time on the show, on the stone 
And also later on the gateway console, we actually see the full-on House of L symbol, which is, of course, the S-shield that Superman's going to wear. And, of course, mm. you know what the S stands for, right? Hope. That's right. <laughs> yep. Hope, yeah. <laughs> Hope. Uh, okay, I'm just going along with my notes. Meanwhile, back in Metropolis, Lionel and Chloe are saved by Lionel's guard. It looked like Chloe was in some pretty big danger there. I mean, one night without internet, and people are just looting and robbing and beating people up. So, um, and Lana at the top of the Luther Court building tries to get Lex to save everybody, everyone, but Lex is dead. My name is Zod. I just, I just sucked your face. <laughs> I'm not who you think how it's yeah. supposed to be. Hello. And then they fly off together, which just is like, oh my God, this is so epic. <laughs> I know. She's not surprised or, I mean. Yeah. I mean, well, I don't know. She was, she looked a little bit like what? <laughs> but. Uh, we go back to Lionel and Chloe, and I guess Lionel has says he's lost that connection to Jor-El. Although, uh-huh. <laughs> later in the episode, I kind of wonder if he's lying or what's going on. Yeah, because he's still drawing, and yeah. he writes for later on, so. Yeah. Uh, so he gives Chloe a gun and takes off, and, uh, <laughs> and Chloe nearly blows, uh, new cast member, uh, Jimmy Olsen's head off. <laughs> Jimmy Olsen. Jimmy Olsen. He looks a lot like Eric Summers from Leech. <laughs> yeah. So, here's your so, quiz. Which Ashmore brother is this? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> this he, is Aaron. Yes. Yep. His brother, Sean, okay. was uh, Eric Summers. And uh, I've been listening to old episodes of Shu along with the, this new stuff just to, so I can get, like, News bits, and this is one I found. I, I got from them. They they said they were watching an E Online interview, and um, they were asking uh, Aaron if he's playing Jimmy, uh, and he said yes. And it was just like this quick little interview, and below him uh, there was the the graphic uh, the title card. It said Sean Ashmore. <laughs> oh no! That must be the worst. Hmm. <laughs> So yeah, but didn't uh, Chloe? Is this a part? Did Chloe and Lionel talk about how they need to kill Lex? Um, or does that come later? I think that comes later. I think Lionel and Lana talk about that, right? Oh yeah. Um. So yeah, Lana is basically Zod's hostage, <laughs> and they go back to the uh, where, where is that? The black was it? The black. Don't they go to? Yeah, they go to look at the ship. He makes it and disappear. He's telling, he, yeah, disappears, and he's telling her about cri- the planet Krypton, and he's going to b- build Krypton back. Oh, I got such a lie bump on my tongue. I can hardly talk. <laughs> he's going to rebuild Krypton there on Earth, and she's going to give him some airs. Yeah. It, it willfully or otherwise. And she like gets her hand impaled to a wall, and mm-hmm. uh, we got our we got we got tough. Dark Lana this season, I think, because she's so tough. She she pulls that right out of the wall, out of her hand, and then goes af- after Zod at the end of that. Mm-hmm. I like how he says, uh, do you really think Zod cares what a primitive like you thinks? Yeah, humans are just so beneath him. <laughs> um, 
I have actually a note here to check uh, the the book according to Smallville. Um, mm-hmm. Smallville according to the book. Justin Hartley, who we'll talk about later, wrote the foreword to this book, and he made notes about almost every episode, um, well, several episodes. He says about this episode, Although I was not in this episode, I got to see the better part of it. They sure do spend some cash on the premieres, don't they? I didn't notice it at first, but Zod doesn't blink his eyes. Amazing. <gasps> I've tried that with my dog and usually just end up in tears running down my face. Good job, Michael Rosenbaum. (laughs) Wow. So I guess that's interesting. I'd like to watch that again and see if I can catch it. I can believe it it, because there was something unsettling and different about his performance. Yeah. Um, Meanwhile, the plane crashes near the fortress, luckily. Um, apparently yeah. Jarrell intercepted somehow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Just because he wanted to talk to Martha? Uh, yes. I don't know what, what that whole plan was because, um, Brainiac was piloting that ship. He was piloting it when mm-hmm. they saw the Arctic. So I don't know if he was mm-hmm. like, I'm going to take this plane to the Fortress of Solitude with whoever's on board and, uh, I'm going to, um, Take over the fortress or something. I don't know what. But when they look in the pilot seat, it looks like the seat got all melted. So uh, maybe they all lit up at the same time when, like, Clark threw the dagger at uh, the Brainiac in Smallville. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. That's what I imagine. So no more James Marsters. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, luckily uh, Lois stays unconscious through this entire thing because we can't have Lois Lane sing The Fortress of Solitude this soon. Come on. Uh. Um, but uh, yeah, we get our first discussion between Martha and Jarrell, and luckily Martha doesn't make any uh, deals with Jarrell, or <laughs> they'll end up killing her later or anything like that. Um, but he says he, she's got to retrieve the dagger and murder the vessel. And, mm. and I love that he says, um, "You have my deepest gratitude. I couldn't think of a more brighter light to guide my son." So that was nice. <laughs> So he's nice now. Okay. Yeah, he's a nice draw. <laughs> um, and I don't know. And then is this. It was like the last gasps of the fortress because later we find out that the fortress is dead. Uh huh. So, yeah, I don't know. The, the, there's no more connection between Lionel and Jarrell. The fortress is dead. Yeah. Brainiac's gone. Zod is gone. So, what, where do we go from here? Zod's not gone yet. We haven't finished talking about this episode. <laughs> uh, okay. <clears throat> So Martha gets sent back to the farm and uh oh, who is overcome with emotion when they see each other but Martha and Lionel. Oh they embrace. Oh, oh Nettie. <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah, what a strange scene for Lana to walk in on. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is going on? What dimension am I in? Yeah, so Martha's in the barn getting the dagger that was left there, but uh, Lana says that she can get close to Lex. Right. Uh, so, yeah, so Zod apparently uh, went to D.C., went, broke into the Pentagon, stole this laptop that it controls uh, <laughs> satellites that shoot people, uh, maybe the Star Wars program or something. And uh, yeah, I'd love to see that scene, but we didn't, we didn't get to see it. Um, Hell, but you know, I'm okay with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, Lana does try to seduce Zod, but uh, Zod knows better and ends up destroying the knife. And uh, mm-hmm. so, he- shoot, yeah. what are we gonna do now? 
He's got his hacking rock, though. He puts it on the laptop. It spins. It hacks into the computer. <laughs> oh, yes. And this is very important later. Yeah. It's so <clears throat> funny how later on everybody knows about this rock and he doesn't. <laughs> yeah. Where did this come from? What's going on? <laughs> I must get the best professionals in Metropolis to discover. Uh, anyway. Uh, so the satellite, there's a satellite that starts shooting at the Earth that Zod sets off, and just so you know, that footage is from Batman and Robin. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> More borrowed footage. And um, yeah, when that all happens, the Earth starts shaking. A TV falls over, and <laughs> Chloe saves Jimmy from getting hit by it, and lands on top of him. And uh, chemistry? What do you think? <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just all wrapped up in this um, Clark Chloe situation. Uh huh. Yeah. That I feel like they're just teasing us with. That they really, they're not ever, not in a million years going to do this, but just <laughs> to aggravate the audience. All right. So, yeah, it's around this time that all of a sudden, um, out of the sky comes this, you see this shooting star. Which splits into seven other shooting stars, and then one of them lands right in the field in front of the camera, and it's our hero. Yeah, which, and he walks out awesome. of that out of that crater. That was that was a great shot. Yeah, that was a lot like the uh, the shot that I said was in a deleted scene when he uh, fell from the uh, missile after disarming it. And he lands in the uh-huh. field and he just kind of walks out of the field like a badass. That's pretty much the same thing. Oh. <laughs> uh. So these other things that have landed on Earth, mm-hmm. we will see later. Yes. Okay. Uh, Clark's got a little bit of a mission. He's got to bust some ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, luckily uh, Zod has choked Lana into unconsciousness just in time for Clark to come running in and for him to use superpowers as they go uh, smashing through the wall and flying through the sky like – Ruffling each other's lapels <laughs> and glaring at each other until they <laughs> crash into the forest. Well, it reminds me of a fight between Buffy and Faith. Oh yeah, it's like we're we have superpowers equally, yep. and we're gonna fight, mm-hmm. and it's gonna be, you know, we're gonna break a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah, because we're both equally as awesome. <laughs> And then Zod is like smashing Clark's Clark into like this giant rock, which oh, I swear yeah. was like the, uh, which I swear was like the same rock that, uh, uh, that kid who thought he was Naman was trying to sacrifice oh, Lionel on. I swear yeah. it was like the same rock, but I, yeah. oh, well, see, I was I had flashbacks to the episode like the season two premiere. Where was mm-hmm. that? That Jonathan and. Somebody like Jonathan Oh, the reporter. Lama, the reporter. Rodney yeah. Nixon. Yeah. How do you remember that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> It'll disappear <laughs> soon. I just barely retrieved it. Um, oh, uh, from the Book of Smallville. Mm-hmm. Zod gave Rosenbaum a rare chance to play a superpowered character, and he explains some moments from the filming will stick with him for a long time. We had to do something that James Marshall and Tom Welling will never let me live down. I was up on these wires, and we were trying to figure out how Zod would come down from the sky and how he would land. No matter how I did it or how many times we did it, I felt as stupid as you possibly could, and it finally became almost comical. James said, put your hands here, like there are jets coming out from under them as you're landing. 
And I was like, no, I'm not doing that. That's completely ridiculous. There was one take where the cords got tangled and I actually did a 180. I was coming in backwards, landing backwards. And I was like, hold on a second. I'll turn slowly. After that, no one could even look at me without laughing. Every time I came down from this crane on a wire, you could see the whole crew turning their heads and laughing. And there I was trying to act like the most serious guy, the most intent Zod I could possibly be. I felt like a complete ass. Another magical moment on Smallville. (laughs) (laughs) It looked great. I mean, it was just nothing special, but it was badass. I don't know. I can't explain it. He just kind of like threw Clark and then he like flew up and then kind of hovered slowly to the ground. I think that's the shot that he's Mm -hmm. talking about. Mm -hmm. And he says the words, kneel before Zod, which I don't know. It's just all these Superman two chills that I'm getting, especially when um, Clark does decide to kneel. He takes his hand and in Superman two, it turns out that uh, uh, Superman like, Reverse the fortress so Superman got his powers back and Zod got his powers taken away and he crushed his hand. Um, mm-hmm. But instead, this one, he's got the House of El Rock in his hand. And, uh, and he says, my father sends his regards. <laughs> <laughs> just badass. And yeah, just as, uh, as, the, uh, as he uh, busts the Phantom, uh, you see Terrence Stamp's Zod face actually coming out of uh, Lex's body. Which is pretty cool. Mm, Did you notice that like bearded face? Yeah. Yeah. And I just loved like there's this triumphant Superman score going on during right after that. It's just oh so cool. Such a great premiere. (laughs) Yeah, it really was. It was exciting. Yeah. Uh so uh Clark and Chloe meet back up again. It's a little awkward. And Chloe's all like, oh, come on. It's just the end of the world. It's not like I was expecting us to hook up or anything. Yeah. It was like every other time it's Chloe. Clark had no interest in Chloe. Yeah. This time it, Clark showed a little interest in Chloe possibly, but Chloe is interested in Jimmy. James. <laughs> James. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> and okay. I think it's the only James, time he's called James. Jimmy, Jimmy Olsen calls Clark CK too quickly. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure the nickname came just as quick in uh, Lois and Clark. <laughs> so, um, yeah, but of course, CK was working at the Daily Planet in Lois and Clark. So, yeah, I was really starting to think that I really think that Clark was seriously thinking about trying something with Chloe because he's so like brokenhearted about Lana. Yeah. And just well, the I kiss just surprised they- him. Yeah, I think that they tried to, you know, I think like every, they were like, oh, Rhea, look, she's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I think every female that Clark comes in contact with is a potential <laughs> love interest right now. Yep. Oh, yeah. E- it, even Park Ranger Girl. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it, it, it's a genre show. Like at the end of every episode, you have to ask yourself, do we ship them? <laughs> no matter who we're talking about. <laughs> But uh, yeah, as usual, he just you know he's, he willingly sacrifices his happiness for his friends because as soon as he sees that there might be something between Chloe and Jimmy, he he backs off. Yeah, and he looks a little hurt, but <laughs> uh, what else? Not much else. Clark says the fortress is dead, like his dad and his friendship with Lex. <laughs> poor, poor, poor Clark. 
And uh, yeah, Lionel's writing Kryptonian. He writes the word power. And uh, Lex finds a part of the hacking rock and is like, what's this? Oh, and- okay. That's why I have Lex has broken. Yeah. <laughs> He's got that broken rock. Uh, and uh, then we f- uh, flash to Argentina. And did this kind of freak you out a little bit? Yeah. <laughs> it was a little creepy, huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, so these yeah. things can be just anywhere in the world. Yeah, who knows where it is? And just so you know, that shot of Argentina is actually a shot of Iceland. Oh, okay. <laughs> new uh, music? No, no new music. Uh, no music. I don't think until the third episode, because you know, we had a we had a concert. We had a love scene. We'll get to it. Yeah. Let's talk about sneeze. Oh, sneeze is cute. <laughs> The one where Clark develops super breath. Um, Here's some trivia. Originally, Sneeze was planned for an episode of season four titled Cold. The episode would have originally had Clark using his Arctic breath as opposed to the super breath scene in this episode. Because, you know, he's got cold breath. Okay. Oh, okay. And so I was wondering, I asked this on Facebook and then I deleted it because I didn't want to spoil anybody or get ahead of us. But um, So I just wonder if this episode was inspired because of Tom being sick last season. <laughs> oh, yeah, I saw that. Um, I, I don't I don't see anything like that, no. And you uh, said it was supposed to have been a season They were thinking about doing it, in, doing it in season four. Four? Oh, oh yeah. Okay. The uh, Countess Isabel season. <laughs> uh, so we find out that the the events of Zod are now called Dark Thursday. So we're hearing about Dark Thursday all the time. And it's kind of funny because Smallville is now Smallville on Thursday. Smallville airs on Thursday night. <laughs> yeah, they open up for Supernatural. <laughs> and yeah, Clark's wearing so – oh, it, it reminds me of um, Don's in Trouble. Must be Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And uh, yeah, Clark's wearing himself out. He's working all night trying to clean up Metropolis. And uh, it's just funny. The news report's like, yeah, it's, Metropolis is cleaning up quicker than we thought. <laughs> like nobody's saying how like somebody's doing it. We don't know who it is. It's just – it's cleaning itself up, I guess. I don't know. And so did we ever find out – was he exposed to something in the fa- Phantom Zone? Is it because he's wore himself out working so hard? Did we find out the cause of his cold? Because he's supposed to be the man of steel. Yeah. I – I'm. Uh, I would assume it's the Phantom Zone because you know <laughs> he he was able to be hurt. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know, but yeah, he gets right to right to his chores on the farm, nailing with his hands, <laughs> and uh, then he lets out this mighty sneeze. And <clears throat> it seems like this is his first sneeze. By the way, uh, can you imagine how it would feel to not ever know? About a sneeze and then all of a sudden have the sneeze. Like, and be I don't like, know. what the hell was what? that? <laughs> oh, that felt great and crazy. I, don't, like, I just exploded. Um, and uh, yeah, just the barred door landing by Lois while she's on her run. What is up with all this exercising by Lois? Like, I'm worried that she has some kind of exercise obsession thing. Oh, well, you ever look at her and think to yourself, man, is she fit? Or is that just me? <laughs> anyway, I'm glad to have a reason because she's always exercising. I know. I know. My husband was like, Edward was like, look at her waist; it's so little. <laughs> I said, Yeah, look at her boobs; they're so big. <laughs> she's always doing them sit-ups <laughs> and then jogging. But her <clears throat> curiosity is peaked. 
Yes. And although she isn't very observant. I mean, a barn door falls from the sky. It looks like the Kent farm, yet she doesn't <laughs> realize it's to, the Kent to, farm. To kid. Yeah. Until, like, she sees it out the window, so. Was she running from the town to the Kents? Or, like, hmm. why is she out in farm country? Well, she was doing setups in uh, that episode, Fade. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and she was doing it at the Kent farm. I don't know. She's, it's like, she's got, she's got several jobs, you know. She's chief of staff for Martha. She works with the Talon. Um... What else? Doesn't she get another job? Well, right now, in these couple of episodes, she's applying to the Inquisitor. Oh, that's right. That, I can't believe I <laughs> forgot that. Uh, yeah, so this is getting her, piquing her interest, like you said. All right, so uh, Lana is moving into the Luther Lana Mansion. Lana is moving in temporarily. <laughs> yeah, she just wants to be roomies. <laughs> yeah, in this episode, she's kind of keeping an arm's distance away. Yeah. I mean, wouldn't you? Yeah, I mean, if your boyfriend choked you to death, even though it wasn't your boyfriend, but still, it was kind of scary. Mm. And I, I just wrote because Matt Yu is recovering and whatnot. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> hand wavy. <laughs> oh yeah, Matt Yu is really messed up. Clark isn't doing anything to repair that. <laughs> uh, and we see that Lex is being followed, and that he's got this private investigator Pontius on the on the job. And Lex thinks it's Lionel. Lionel's like, no way, it wasn't me. And um, Lex Lionel's- has got Lex is kind of, uh, kind of. Uh, oh my gosh, what's the word? He's kind of paranoid. Mm-hmm. He's got all these cameras up. He's watching Lana. Yeah, um, the bear is hibernating. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Lionel is uh, upset by the havoc that Lex caused as Zod. Because he just kind of allowed himself to get into that situation, but he wants to help him, and Lex is just like, "Nope." Um, and that's yeah, it's really weird that Lex is in a position of power over Lionel now. Yeah, Lionel is like a subordinate, and it's like he's weak. Mm-hmm. Is it because he's Mister Nice Guy now that he is weak, and Lex is his boss, sort of? <laughs> yeah, I mean. No matter what, uh, Lex has got Lionel by the fact that he's trying to impress the Kents and can't do anything really terrible. <laughs> uh, so, so is so is it all an act? Yeah, I I don't know. I'm constantly wondering about Lionel, and this is coming from somebody who's watched the entire series. Of course, this is <laughs> coming from somebody who can't remember half the series and is really enjoying this rewatch. <laughs> Um, so Lex wanders out and gets kidnapped by Betty Cooper's dad. Yes. <laughs> He's been in a million things. Wasn't yeah. he in, uh, Night at the Roxbury? Oh, I don't know. I just know. I, I, I didn't, I didn't write down his credits at all because there were just, there were so many. Yeah. I saw him in a, uh, you know, now the Hallmark Channel does movies in January about winter. Oh. You know they're not they're not necessarily Christmas movies. They're just like <laughs> winter movies, and they're this the same thing. I saw him in. He was a, a lawyer, and he was trying to uh, get with uh, Nicolette Sheridan. Nicolette Sheridan's producing a lot of these movies now. Yeah. So uh, I'm stuck at work having to watch the Hallmark Channel. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, now I, I I misspelled through. 
because I wrote down Clark causes a huge gust to blow through the planet. I was like, what? <laughs> what did I mean by that? <laughs> blow through the Daily Planet. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we have a little funny scene with him sneezing in the the planet, and uh, oh, that girl's skirt gets blown up. <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> Uh, and then I love when Chloe is trying to send him away and, um, he fakes that he's about to sneeze and says, just kidding. <laughs> I love that. Um, from the book of Smallville, uh, Clark's super sneezing also provided Allison Mack with some enjoyable scenes. It was really fun just to watch Tom try and conjure up the sneeze. I love the position that Chloe has in the show because I am privy to all these other fun, kind of weird, quirky situations. And Chloe is the one that helps Clark sort all that stuff out. So when we do get to make a joke of his powers and laugh about his abilities, I'm usually a participant in those scenes. That's some of my favorite stuff to play on the show. Hmm. So, yeah. Must be fun to be in the know. Sorry, Kristen. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh... As Clark goes home to re- to rest, and hey, Martha went to Blockbuster. <laughs> <laughs> when she walked in with those DVD rentals, I was like, "Wow, those look a lot like Blockbuster rentals." Mm-hmm. Took me back. Blue and yellow. Mm-hmm. And Lionel drops by, and and he's like, "I'm worried about Lex. He's missing." Oh, like I'm not worried that he's missing. I'm worried because he could be being tortured. Well, I'm not really worried because he's being tortured. I could, he could be tortured and tell your secret. That's what I'm really worried about. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. So these guys want to he know. Because remember that he's Zod. Yeah, yeah. Let's have so. powers. Yep. And because uh, they were working at the Pentagon. So this is what we didn't see. And, and this, I like this. Yeah. Yeah. Orlando is one of the uh, witnesses to Lex being Zod. Um. That Lionel was worrying worrying about uh, before he's talking about before, and uh, yeah, it's almost like the same thing as when the cops came to Luther Mansion and uh-huh. caused all that havoc because of the disciples of Zod. It's like <laughs> epic Kryptonian thing causes somebody to go crazy after Lex. <laughs> um, and yeah, it turns out that they killed the Private Eye. And uh, that's when we get a little hint that this might not be all um, Betty's dad's uh, uh, idea. <laughs> Orlando, I should say. Orlando. Um, his partner, Wagner, says, They're, we're not supposed to hurt him. Which makes you immediately mm-hmm. think, oh, man, this is Lionel? Like, what? what is he doing, you know? Mm-hmm. Little do we know. Um, it's somebody else. <laughs> yeah. It's a new person in town. Meanwhile, like Chloe is trying to distract, but not, but help, but not really help Lois with her story and saying like, oh, it was just a microburst. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, we see. Yeah. And, and, uh, uh, Lois is immediately confused because this is out of character for Chloe. Yeah. She should be going, oh, something weird's going on. Instead, she's trying to explain it. Yeah. She's being the Scully when Mo- Chloe's always the Mulder. (laughs) (laughs) And I love that, you know, later she hands on that article and we see the classic Lois terrible spelling. Did you see how she spells weather (laughs) with an extra H and tornado (laughs) with an extra E? Good stuff. Um, But Lois gets blown off by Chloe and so she goes to sell it somewhere else. Chloe's hair looks really cute. Yeah, I agree. (laughs) Uh, so meanwhile, Lex is being tortured and, uh, yeah, he just goes ahead and says the truth. He's like, yeah, I was, yeah, 
I was taken aliens. over by an alien. <laughs> well, I was like, I mean, might as well. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, Lex gets like shot in the arm, and Orlando is about to uh, shoot him in the penis. <laughs> when uh, uh, Lex is like, "Hey, I got a serum at Luther Corp. Just go back to Luther Corp and find the serum." So I guess in off-camera world, that's where uh, they go get the serum. I don't even know what the serum was supposed to be for. It was just a serum. I, I was expecting it to hurt somebody, but it really didn't. I, I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, meanwhile, Clark goes to the mansion And it seems like Clark's like, Lex has been kidnapped And Lana's like, yeah <laughs> <laughs> You knew about Zod Why did, what, what do you know, Clark? I'm more interested in <laughs> what your problem is Yeah, and again Clark refuses to tell Lana anything I mean, gosh, she got taken by Zod I, I mean, in the worst danger she, could, she couldn't possibly be in any worse danger And yet he still refuses to tell her, and and Jarrell's dead. Like, like there's no reason why she, he can't just say it. I, I I don't I don't get it. But um, so Clark leaves, and that's when Lana discovers that uh, Lex is a little bit of a voyeur. He watched uh, mm-hmm. Sliver too many times, and uh, remember that movie, <laughs> Sliver. Yeah, Stephen Baldwin, and uh, or wait, no, no. Which bald one was it? Damn it. Was it Steven? It's the dark-haired one. Was it Billy? Damn it. Sharon Stone? Uh, okay. Anyway. Uh, and yeah, I noted how weird the scene was between Pontius and Lex earlier in my notes. And I was like, what mm-hmm. is going on? With, like, what is like the hidden intention between talking this stuff out? Like, yeah. they're acting very weird. And it turns out... Oh no, they actually did that whole scene So we could see it later when, from Lana's point of view Like, oh, of course mm-hmm. <laughs> So <clears throat> Lionel Yeah, so so Lana Too many L's Too many L's Exactly, yes Lana is She's cautious of Lex because, you know, he was odd and he traumatized her and everything. Right. But also this, it gives her, I mean, she is, is it in this episode? I, no, I think it's the next episode where she goes to Chloe and talks, talks it out. Yeah, yeah. But she, you know, Lex gives her reasons not to trust him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ahead. yeah. The, 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 the hidden cameras will definitely, I mean, she sees herself getting undressed on camera. And uh, yeah, it's a little weird. Sadie. Sadie is not a fan of voyeurs. Shush, shush. I'm looking for the, the mute The button. dog remote? <laughs> uh, anyway, we uh, end up going to a brand new set. Lionel arrives at this loft, and uh, it's it's like a tower with like a, a clock. With a big a clock, clock on the front yeah. of the tower. Anyway, um and it's weird, like the shelves they have these like lit up like green arrow like lights behind them. I just don't know what they're trying to get at. And there's this crest, this family crest. And that's got arrows oh, on it what? too. <laughs> What's the <laughs> deal with this guy? Anyway, uh the, actually this uh, I I should say this uh this set is actually a redress of Barbara Gordon's secret base from Birds of Prey. We're still reusing Birds of Prey stuff. Comes in handy every oh, really? once in a while. But yeah, yeah, this was like the like the place where Barbara and the other birds would like hang out and yeah. So all redressed. Um 
So yeah, welcome to Smallville, Justin Hartley. Um, welcome, Justin Hartley. <laughs> what was that? Uh, welcome, Justin Hartley. Welcome, Justin. Yes. Hartley. Oh, yeah. Welcome. Sorry, you were a transformer for a second there. Sorry. Uh, so Ollie has relocated to Metropolis. Uh huh. Like just like temporarily, or yeah, he's here for some reason, and Lionel is very suspicious. And I uh, just want to ask you before. Justin was Aquaman. What soap opera had Justin been on for a few years? Do you know? Uh, I know. He and he was on a soap opera recently. Yep. Like yeah, General th- Hospital. Young and the Restless, I believe. Young and the Restless. Yes, yes, Young and the Restless. Anyway, I won't make you guess. He was on Passions. <gasps> what? Passions? Yep. yep. <laughs> We need to do our passions. We don't want to wait, right? Where where are we, we going to find all the passions streaming? <laughs> oh my gosh! Every day, five days a week. Yep, no problem. We could do it. Years, we could do that. <laughs> Welcome to episode five hundred. We're still talking about passions. All right. Uh, <laughs> there's a witch and a a, a, a a little person. I have no idea what's going on. A puppet. He's a, or a, a doll. Puppet. He was a doll. So I never actually okay. watched it. <laughs> I did a little bit, uh-huh. but I think I would really enjoy it. The campiness now. I think back then it was just too different for me <laughs> to be able to get into. Okay, so Lionel accuses, sort of accuses Oliver of kidnapping Lex. Uh huh. Yeah, he says because uh, Queen Industry had the only working satellite that night. Yep. Ding ding ding. Satellite. Somebody with those two. Uh, Kidnappers were talking about the satellite before when the, he was uh, talking about the when he broke into the Pentagon and yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have another thing from Justin here. My first episode of Smallville, I was only in Sneeze for a scene or two, but I got to work with John Glover. I don't know him too well, but I will say these things about him with confidence. Number one, yes, he really is that good of an actor. Number two, great hairline. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, <laughs> those are the things that you can say about John Glover. Yep. He's a fantastic ac- actor and he has a wonderful hair. Yep. Those are true. <laughs> Clark is back at the Daily Planet again. This time when he ran, he had to like stop and jog the rest of the way. <laughs> Hopefully he wasn't jogging for too long, but I love Chloe's line. She says, I never thought I'd utter these words, but you don't look so hot. <laughs> Which can be taken <laughs> um, Yeah, you can either take it as uh, You're uh, you're a spe- You know, uh, you're just The epitome of health yeah. Always, or He doesn't look hot. very attractive right now <laughs> <laughs> And I love this little interaction with them As they're getting uh, Pontius's address uh, She says, I guess heroes don't get sick days and Clark immediately is just like, they also don't put the world in jeopardy on an annual basis. I'm no hero, Chloe. Which is like, come on, Clark, you're mm-hmm. a hero. Don't say that about yourself. Stop beating mm-hmm. yourself up. Um, oh, uh, Pontius's address, uh, by the way, he's uh, 515 Grant Street in Metropolis, and the zip code is 99955. Which, uh, according to my trivia, either puts Metropolis in Alaska or Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, they go to the office and Chloe's like, hey, why don't you go ahead and sneeze this door down? And he's like, I 
can't sneeze on command. (laughs) It's a reflex, not a circus trick. And so she says, huff, puff, and blow this door down. (laughs) And it's crazy because he's like, all right, I'll give it a shot. And he like, he breathes in and Chloe is not standing behind him. She's standing yeah. off to the side. Like, come yeah. get out of the way. It would at least, like, blow her hair. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't blow her hair or anything. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, uh, they bust into this vault, and um, I forget what the heck they found. Uh, yeah, I don't even know. Somehow, they found the, uh, Lana found the factory. They found the factory. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, yeah. And he gets. Lana. Lana's trying to rescue him. The two guys take off. You realize that the two guys are working for Justin Hartley. I mean, uh, Arrow. I mean, yeah. uh, Oliver. <laughs> and the, somehow it gets set on fire and they can't get out. And luckily Clark comes along and huffs and puffs and blows the fire out. Whoosh. And they escape and they don't yeah. even realize somebody rescued them. That's right. Something happened there. I don't know. Yeah, and they have this little scene at the end there where, uh, you know, she's telling him to take down the cameras. And he's like, nope, uh, but I'll take your camera down. <laughs> and she settles for that. Um, and uh, there's actually a deleted scene here. Um, Lionel thanks Clark for saving Lex and commends him for having an enemy, uh, as for helping an enemy as well as a friend. And then Clark invites Lionel to have dinner with him and his mom, which is very much <gasps> what? like, what? I mean, I was still like weirded out when like Clark like met up with uh, Lionel on a rooftop and like shook his hand. Him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. I was like, what are you doing? You're shaking his hand. Stop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I like, uh, yeah. So past the deleted scene, I love the fact that uh, Clark has taken Chloe to the lake. You know, I just like, ah, yeah. and it, he, she has a kite. And of course it's a red kite that looks like a shield and he puts it in front of his <laughs> chest. Um, Lois's article is called global warming or alien invasion, <laughs> <laughs> but she finds her calling and she's like, oh, how are you going to go to the beach on a beach with, with like at a day like today? And, uh, Clark clears the clouds with his super breath, which is amazing. That was cute. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, uh, Betty Cooper's dad's uh, partner, because Betty Cooper's dad died, I believe, um, mm-hmm. shows up at dun 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 Oliver Queen's apartment, and Ollie is very pissed about the violence. And the guy says, "Lex doesn't have any powers, but someone else seems to." So, and that's when we see that uh, uh, Ollie pulls his bow out, and he's like, uh, "I think he." Tell, was it a girl there? He, he says, name a country or something, or maybe he says, some- no. Okay. After he leaves, he, he goes, uh, and it took, I had I, the second watch was when I got what he was doing. Uh-huh. He, did he say Fiji or Borneo? Borneo. Yeah. And he, uh, shot his arrow and it landed on the daily planet <laughs> on the, the globe in Borneo. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, the first time I was like, what? The second time I was like, oh, he's such a good marksman. He he's can awesome. He can call uh, a country's going to hit on the globe. Okay. All right. So, want to get into Wither? No songs for this episode either. <sighs> sure. Well, this is the one where Clark takes on Poison Ivy and uh, Lex and Lana bone down. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, uh, yeah, I didn't even think of the poison ivy. Yeah, right. Uh, deal. But now we see why in the finale or last season when Lex was like no boyfriend shaming Chloe. It was foreshadowing because she gets a boy- like there's a lot of talk mm. of you're my girl. Yeah. And and uh, in this episode. And so yeah, we get a little verification that Jimmy and Chloe did actually hook up during that inter- internship that Chloe had. Uh, I think between first and second season or second and third season. I think it was the second and third season, Um, which is interesting because like at first um, she's like, oh, nothing ever actually happened. I was just trying to make Clark jealous. And then during the, what was that? The safe episode, (laughs) the safe sex episode, (laughs) turns out that Chloe did hook up with somebody named Jimmy and uh, she, it was her first time and it was really stupid. And so the repercussions of it is, Jimmy is like, oh my god, this is the girl that I hooked up with during that internship. And Chloe's like, oh, this is the guy that I screwed things up and went a little bit too far with. So, yeah, they've got an interesting little scenario here. Um, And Jimmy takes Chloe parking so they can listen to a Toyota Camry commercial on the radio. Did you hear that? (laughs) No. (laughs) Yeah. They're like, let's take this slow. And then all of a sudden start making out, of course. Uh, but meanwhile, a girl has a gruesome death after being lured into the woods. Um, and uh, just so you know, that girl is Carrie Ann Fleming, who plays uh, Candy on iZombie. Wait, now, wasn't Oliver's secretary? Oh, wait, Candy? was that her? Oh, shoot, I wrote it in the yeah. wrong place. Darn it. Sorry. I look at the IMDb after the episode, so I must have put it in the wrong place. Yep. Okay. It was her. Yeah, she gets one line like she says, uh, Mr. Queen, so-and-so's here or something. So uh, Lex is feeling guilty about Dark Thursday, so he's going to do a costume ball. Oh, to raise money for the victims of Dark Thursday. And I'm a sucker. (laughs) Uh, Dances, proms, Mm -hmm. costume balls. Anything where everybody gets together, that's why I love Gilmore Girls. Gilmore Girls, every like every episode, they get together and do something <laughs> like this. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> and Lana is in the newspaper as Lex, the new, uh, the, the next, next Lex, Lex girl. girl. Yeah. And um, I, yeah, Clark. Clark finds out about the costume ball and says, "Thanks, mom. Costumes aren't my thing." Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Lana's pissed about that next Lex girl thing. And, and Lex tells yeah. her about how a reporter is the one who let him know his mother had died while he was at boarding school. And there's all this stuff about Lex at boarding school because yeah. he went to school with Oliver. <gasps> you think we'll find out more about that? <laughs> I think so because I'm so confused. <laughs> yeah, you won't be confused for long. Um, also, he says, uh, I never asked any women to move in with me. Which is a straight bald face lie, and definitely bald face because it's Lex Luthor. Um, Lex, you had freaking like Helen Bryce move in. Uh, let's see, Victoria Hardwick stayed with you. Uh, I mean, sure, he was under Desiree Atkins' spell, but Desiree's Desiree's stayed with him as well. He's mm-hmm. you know, and he's telling he's telling Lana, let's stop pretending. He's making up stupid lies. <laughs> like these are these are lies like. I could have sworn like Lana would know at least one of them live with like mm-hmm. Helen Bryce. That was pretty exclusive. They were going to get married. Anyway, 
Um, so yeah, Lana's got a problem with trust, but Lex doesn't want to pay for Clark's mistakes. Lana is living with Clark's ghost. Oh yeah, that was a good line. <laughs> um, yeah, so so he kind of says it's a, he almost gives her an ultimatum. Yeah, because he's like, you know, you can live with Clark's ghost all you want, but I'm I'm not paying for his mistakes. Right. So he kind of he was kind of manipulative with her. Uh, yeah, that's Lex. And he is, uh, he's kind of take charge uh-huh. with it, where Clark was so wishy-washy, and he's kind of the opposite of Clark. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I, I'm, I'm sure she appreciates that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's very much, like, like even in the last episode where she's like, take down the camera, she, and he's just like, nope, <laughs> but I'll take down yours, <laughs> and she's like, okay. <laughs> Uh, meanwhile, at the Kent farm, uh, Oliver and Lois meet each other for the first time, and they're just like stunned at how good looking they each are. They're just, they just kind of <laughs> stare at each other for a minute. I know. I know. It's such a um, um, uh, uh, blah, blah, such a meet cute. Yeah, a meet cute. And she's, she, she thinks he's the she messenger. She thinks he's the messenger, and he's so confused. And she gives him money, and he's like, <laughs> uh, "I'm like super rich. Why are you handing me these dollars?" Right. <laughs> Martha is so pissed <laughs> about it. Um, and yeah, uh, Lois goes to the uh, Arrow Cave, or wait, the uh, the Clock Tower apartment, uh, and uh, uh, and finds uh, Oliver doing a handstand shirtless. <laughs> and uh, he's like, "Yeah, you can. Uh, my thanks for apologizing, but you can go to my go to the ball with me." And he's already got a costume ready for. Her. Okay, that was cute. <laughs> he okay, so he's Robin Hood and she's Maid Marian. Yep, yep. Uh, sorry, I skipped ahead a little bit. Uh, uh, so yeah, Chloe is now staying with Lois because mm-hmm. met you was shut down forever. I, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Chloe is telling Clark about what happened at Makeout Point, and he's like, "What were you doing at Makeout Point?" And all of a sudden, Jimmy pops up. Sup, Kit CK. So they go to investigate And we meet Gloria Who is uh, my kind of park ranger um, (laughs) Played by The girl from Aquaman (laughs) Yeah, Mercy Yeah, Amber McDonald played uh, She's very pretty uh, Eva uh, Yeah Arthur's best friend Very natural She's Mm -hmm. such a natural beauty Yeah Uh and uh, yeah, it's funny. I love this little scene where like Clark and her are, like on their own, and he's just like goofy around her because she's so gorgeous. And, like yeah. he's like, wait a second, I, I'm having my own like little meet cute myself, you know? Like, and uh, and he and he starts like putting the moves on. He's like, you must feel like isolated, you know, all alone in these woods. <laughs> uh, and I think that yeah, there's a bit of chemistry here. I think. Between these two. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when Clark finds those uh, vines. This boy is like in them and the vines actually hurt him. Why? Uh, because they are not they're in this from world. <laughs> Krypton? No, they're not even from Krypton. Krypton. They're <laughs> from some saying, other saying place? Like Marlon Brando says. Um, yeah, she says later that she was imprisoned in the Phantom Zone. She was for crimes and basically she took over this planet 
or she was trying to take over this planet and uh or maybe she was talking about krypton um she said like the planet was like the force went away because of you know the cities built up and so she tried to uh see, i'm trying to find where my notes are here for that i don't know <laughs> So, like, Urban Sprawl took over, and yeah. she wanted to bring nature to a planet. Right. And I just think, you know, this is really cool. Like, you know, yeah, she, because I swear it was like, she's like, she says that she's not Kryptonian. She's just from the Phantom Zone. Because I wrote this note, and it was just like, how cool is that, that this Phantom Zone escapee is not Kryptonian? Like, imagine, like, if every escapee that Clark had to find was just another Kryptonian with the same powers and super strength. And yeah, uh, yeah. this is like, you know, poison Ivy girl, like vines and impregnating people. And <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> uh, let's see what else. Jimmy calls Chloe, his girl. Yep. Uh, I don't know. I didn't, uh, there was some, yeah. One of these, the boyfriend, he had like seeds in his heart and then they grew and like killed him. And then she put seeds in Jimmy's heart right. and Chloe had to uh, defibrillate him to kill the <laughs> seeds or something. I don't know. It was silly. I like when uh, Gloria first encounters Jimmy. She's like, I don't want to be your girl. I just want to wrap myself around you. <laughs> And Jimmy's like, uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, Lex and Clark have a confrontation because Clark, of course, goes on to Lex's property and is looking around the uh, Luther Corp <gasps> greenhouse or whatever. Oh, yeah. And tells uh, and they, Lex tells Clark to leave and he's not welcome back. Yeah, which he's done before. But <laughs> Lex really kind of rubs it in a bit, you know, that uh, like, oh, you've always had an eye for beauty, Clark. And – Lex says, even your plants have hidden uh, – Clark says, even your plants have hidden intentions, which is funny. Um, so that was cool. Uh, exam room full of vines. Chloe discovers the vines are alien, but they hate electricity. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, Clark tries talking Gloria out of killing everybody. Like, hey, you can adapt like me, but she can't change her nature. And Clark ends up getting crucified and impaled. So, um, Jesus imagery. Yes. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, Gloria has found her Tarzan because <laughs> she's outside the costume ball. Hey, if anybody can swing on a vine, it's Tarzan. What? <laughs> That's what I just wrote down. Um, and Clark steps in and, he, and Tarzan's like, who the hell are you? And Clark says, the gardener, get out. <laughs> Which I just Wait loved. a minute. I missed this. Really? I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, yeah. Like outside the ball, like Gloria finds like a Tarzan, a guy in a Tarzan outfit. Okay. And okay. is like, and that's where, that's where Clark catches up. Cause it's inside the uh, greenhouse and Glory then tries to take on Clark again, but. He like heat visions the sprinklers, which shoot water onto the lamps, and then electrocute Gloria, and uh, she's busted. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, the whole defibrillator thing. I love that. You know, Chloe's like, "You have to defibrillate him. You have to do it. it he's you don't understand. There's things happening with him. You got to do it. You got to shock his electricity." And you're like, the the EMT is like, "Listen." We're not defibrillating him. Now get into the ambulance alone with that defibrillator and we'll be in in a second. <laughs> hey, you're defibrillating him. <laughs> uh, funny. 
Uh, so we should talk a little bit about the costume ball. Um, yes, Lana is wearing the same bronze lipstick that Raya was wearing in the Zod episode. Oh, interesting. <laughs> um, so is Lex Alexander the Great or Mark Anthony? Neither, actually. Um, this is actually – I thought he was Mark Anthony because um, it would make mm-hmm. more sense because she's Cleopatra. Mm-hmm. But again, I was listening to Shu, and they said that uh, Lex is supposed to be dressed as Octavius Caesar, who um, Cleopatra chose Octavius over Mark Anthony, and it led to the downfall of the Roman Empire. Oh. <laughs> so it's very. Hmm. So it's foreshadowing. Yeah, yeah. Meta, Something bad's going to happen. I love that this ball is basically in Lex's office. <laughs> It seems like they moved his desk and set up a stage where the All American Rejects are playing. Oh, I mean, they talked. It was terrible. Yeah. It, it took it took me out. I thought it was funny. I was like, man, they put they told this poor singer to like talk about Lex Lex Luthor and his and the victims of Dark Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they sing their favorite, my favorite song of theirs, which is "It Ends Tonight." I love that song. It'll be oh, definitely. I love on the all American Reach. I love all their songs. Yeah, there's a, they have a lot of great songs. This is like my favorite one. Might just have to do a Smallville. I don't know. Dirty Little Secret was another one of theirs that was in last season. So those are both on the playlist. Um, yeah, so you, like you said, uh, Oliver and Lois are dressed as Robin and Marion, which uh, his Robin Hood outfit looks a lot like uh, the Silver Age Green Arrow uh-huh. costume. Yeah. And uh, that's kind of meta. And also, Erica Durant's um, in 2009 actually uh, played Maid Marian in a two th- in a film called uh, uh, Beyond Sherwood Forest, in which apparently Robin Hood fights a dragon. <laughs> mm, so is this like a Canadian thing? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Oliver and Lex meet up, and <laughs> Lex Luthor like with a girl that he doesn't have to inflate. <laughs> So rude to Lana. Yeah. And uh, he says, uh, have you seen the old gang or something like that? So are we going to see other people that they went to boarding school with? They're all phantoms. Um, (laughs) uh, We'll see. Uh, So I like the line. They don't like each other. No. There might be a reason for that. I like the line, keep it in your quiver, Jolly Green Bandit. Oh, Sadie just did not like that line. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, we know this as... Well, er- and earlier, when when Alex is telling Lana about... Sadie, shut up. <laughs> when... Hold on. Okay. Do, 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 do. I'm not editing. Do, 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 do. Thanks for listening. Isn't We Don't Want to Wait the Greatest Podcast? Steph will be back soon. Her dog's loud. And now my cover of the Smallville theme song, Save Me by Remy Zero. Oh, darn it. I couldn't do it. All right, go ahead. Where were we? Uh, well, the listeners were just in a panic. Uh, but um, yeah, <laughs> I was reading off the line, keep it in your quiver, Jolly Green Bandit, which is pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, well, and um, earlier when Lex is telling Lana about how uh, the reporter is the one who told him his mother was dead. Yeah. He said, there I was with all these people that I didn't like. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
<laughs> you're uh-huh. grabbing all the little acorns that they're uh, they're throwing down. <laughs> yep, yep, totally. And Oliver okay. says that his fortune is inherited from his dead parents. So, uh huh. Parent Oliver likes Lois's quick tongue. <laughs> yep. Uh, Liz- she tells him she, that he's pulling off the tats. He's pulling them <laughs> off. He's able to pull off the tats. Yep. Uh, here's another thing from Justin Hartley. Finally, I got to take my shirt off. I was getting worried for a while that it might not happen, but a sigh of relief came over me as I read the scene where I would be shirtless. Also, everyone in this episode wore a costume. Lex wore a skirt. His date, Lana, looked amazing, as did mine. I wore tights for the first time in my life and still go to therapy because of it, but only twice a month now. Interestingly enough, Superman was sans costume. That's right. Clark showed up to the party without a costume. Maybe next year. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, yeah, uh, Ollie has the classic arrow, uh, problem because later we see him take the mat, see him without the mask and he doesn't have the eyeliner that he had around the eye holes when he had the mask on. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Um, and yeah, Lois, he's hoping for a little kiss, a little something. And Lois is like, hit that can with your arrow and I'm yours. And he shoots and he misses and, uh. And all of a sudden we see that he actually took the pop top off the can. Yeah. Which is awesome. we, we knew because he hit Borneo earlier that he was not going to miss. There had mm-hmm. to be some twist to, right. the, to this. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that they're saying she's going to be his. Mm-hmm. Yep. Meanwhile... After the party. Lex is satisfied. Happiness is your euphoria that goes away. It's the honeymoon period. And Lana says, I am dangerously close to being satisfied. And Lex says, then my evil plan is working. (laughs) Oh, I think he's being truthful there. (laughs) (laughs) I think he's being uh, very rational. And he, I don't know. It's like he knows how to talk to her to... Speak her language or yeah. something. I don't know. <sighs> now, we see side boob. Oh, uh, Michael yeah, side- or uh, Kristen? Lana, Kristen, oh. <laughs> side boob. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, Lana pops that armor off. And uh, even though Lex was just recently shot, <laughs> there's no bullet wounds on him. So his healing is still working. Um, and they uh, they have a little fireplace sex. While um, James Carrington's uh, great song, Ache, plays in the background. I hate that song. <gasps> what? I hate that song. Oh, man. I hate well, that song. I'm so sorry. You know, we can't all be right all the time. I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry you're taking a break from that. I but, love that song. But. <laughs> maybe it's because I heard it in Smallville first. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, um. I really like this arc of uh, with Lana and Lex where mm-hmm. she's cautious and she doesn't trust him. And then she realizes that this is not Clark. It's somebody completely different. Uh-huh. And then she trusts him. Mm-hmm. And yeah, sadly, that we close out the episode with uh, Clark just sitting in the barn, bouncing a ball against a wall. By himself. By himself. Everybody's got somebody. Mm-hmm. Poor Clark's all alone. Yeah, he did the whole ball bouncing thing after Alicia died too. So you know he's really sad. Um. Um. 
the a uh, couple scenes were left out of the episode. Clark uh, uh, apparently saved Lana from a paparazzi who is uh, harassing her for moving in with Lex. Um, and Clark tells Chloe his feelings of guilt as he believes Gloria got out of the Phantom Zone with him. Um, and he speculates that some other Phantoms may have escaped, which I think he kind of repeats later as we get more into that plot. Mm. Best Needle Drops, I already said them. They're both on the playlist. Uh, Steph is going to skip over James Carrington, but I am going to play it twice knowing that. <laughs> uh, shall we watch an episode of Arrow now? <laughs> Arrow. This is so weird because the, uh, Stephen Amell's Arrow, he's not really a steal from the rich, give to the poor type of person. Uh huh. It's more of a, he's just going to be the hero of the city. Oh, at first he was, he had a list of people he had to murder. And that was the first season. Uh, <laughs> uh, a little trivia here. During the sixth season, there was talk of spinning off the Green Arrow into his own series, but Justin Hartley refused to talk about the possibility of a spinoff because of his role on Smallville. The actor felt it was his duty to respect what the show had accomplished in five seasons and not steal the spotlight just because there was talk of a spinoff after his two appearances. According to Hartley, talking was as far as the spinoff idea ever got. So, hmm. yeah. So, uh, Martha's wearing a nice necklace, and uh, I guess uh, Lionel's trying to push her into federal government instead of the state government, becoming a U.S. senator. Um, and uh, all of a sudden, the lights go out, and uh, the necklace gets stolen, and Lois goes after the Green Arrow bandit. <laughs> <laughs> And as very uh, Tim Burton-esque Batman music goes on, they kind of have a little flirt. He smiles at her, and then he repels away. Yeah. Are they going to play this Batman music with every superhero? <laughs> I swear. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's kind of cool, but it's, yeah. Watching this in binge form, it gets a little bit like, come on. Yes. Yeah, like, can we just hear that? We want to hear a Green Arrow theme. Just, yes. Yeah. And can I say, make a beautiful couple. Ollie and Lois. Sorry, you faded out there for a second. Her and Lois make a beautiful couple. Yes, they do. I thought tots. it was funny. Tots, tots. <laughs> I thought it was funny after this uh, this little rescue. We haven't even seen Clark in the opening scene, and all of a sudden we slam into the Smallville theme, and I'm like, oh, we're watching Smallville. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, you know uh, – like now on Arrow, he has a whole team, and it's almost like they add more. And and just like on The Flash, mm. they've added this new guy. And it's like, is it to give the star a chance to have more time off? Right. I don't know. Is, is the star going to go make a movie for a couple of weeks? <laughs> you know, because Clark, he just kind of comes in and out of this episode a little bit. He only has a couple of scenes because <laughs> yeah. it's such a heavy Green Arrow and Lois episode. Yeah. And looks like he does not feel good. Who? Tom Welling looks like he does not feel good. You think he's or, sick or do you think or he's... maybe Or maybe it's that Clark's depressed. Hmm. You know, maybe he's like... After the ball bouncing, Tom decided that Clark needed to be depressed for an episode. Yeah, I don't know. Um, so uh, Clark comes to Queen Tower and because uh, he needs to talk to, I think, Lois or something or Oliver. I, um, because, yeah, she gets. Uh, 
All I know is Clark is really worried about this necklace because he does not want his mother to owe Lana Luther anything. He doesn't That's want right. her to be indebted to him. And uh, Lois, uh, as she, as she um, introduces Oliver and Clark, it's some kind of weird thing going on here where she had described him as being real dorky, I guess. A geek. And – and then he was like sarcastic, and then Oliver said, "Yeah, you know, a lot of people hide their emotions in sarcasm." <laughs> yep. He's like, "What are you talking about?" I love that Clark says, "It's nice to see Lois has found someone who's willing to overlook her personality." Just, <laughs> 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 just a great slam. <laughs> yeah, Ollie definitely sees that there's uh, chemistry, even though you don't see it. Uh, but uh, no, you know, there's what, so much chemistry with. Oliver and Lewis. So much. They are hot. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oliver also does not give a shit about this necklace and does not give a shit what, what, what kind of place it puts Martha in. And, and it says it was kind of weird that Lionel didn't even call the cops about this necklace. So what's going on there? Hmm. Uh, um, so, uh, Lex and Lana have been running the morning after, like oh, she yeah. did with Jason. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, too bad she didn't take that piece of rock and like hide it in a drain pipe while they were jogging. Uh, <laughs> because uh, <laughs> Lex has got his expert, Dr. Grohl. Um, like uh, Dave? Yeah, like Dave Grohl. Dr. David Grohl. <laughs> Played by Bill Mundy, by the way, who uh, was on Smallville previously. He's the guy that Jonathan saved from that truck accident in Nicodemus and who had the the Nicodemus flower with him. Mm. Good episode. Anyway, it's a this piece of rock could solve the world's energy crisis or be used as a weapon. And uh, yeah, Alexa wants to figure it out because... He doesn't trust anybody else because, but himself, I guess. And he doesn't know anything about it. And everybody else is like, oh, yeah, that piece of rock. We know all about that piece uh-huh. of rock. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Lois is doing a story on the Green Arrow Bandit. Chloe's not a big fan of the bandit part. But <laughs> yeah, I should say. She said, I dropped the bandit, but, you know, not my story. <laughs> yeah. And it's and, great. Uh, we, Lois- we ha- oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. I just thought it was great that, you know, right away we have, like, green arrow antics, you know? We have an arrow that pops in and, and gasses them, and they pass out, and yeah, he's able to get that, that ring great. back. You know, this is how green arrow is. I mean, I know there's dark, darker green arrow in other comics, but I really like this, like, you know, he's serious His- about about – he's got some definite darkness to him, but he's also fun, and he has – you know, gas arrows, gadgets, and, <laughs> gadgets, and, and, yeah. Because you know he's rich, and, yeah. Because he's kind of like Batman that way. Yeah, exactly, it's pretty much Batman. Uh, it's Smallville's Batman because Batman's already been been taken. I think they were working on the Dark Knight at this time. Um, but yeah, Chloe got a picture of the instruct the inscription on the ring, and apparently later we find out it actually wasn't an inscription; it was that chest, and that's how Clark figures it out. Yes, sir. Uh, Crest. Did I say family. chest? Crest. <laughs> it's like Justin Hartley's chest. <laughs> um, Oliver does not like Lois being bait. Oh. I mean, they're like immediately hanging out together. Yeah. They're immediately chummy, very uh-huh. chummy. And he wants to take her to Cancun. 
yeah, but Lois is all about them costume guys. <laughs> She's like, yeah, rich boy. Whatever, I'm going to go after that costume guy. Um, and she's going to bust him. And, uh, oh yeah, meanwhile, Lionel is offering Lana a deal. Like, we got to work together. We got to save Lex from himself. And Lana's like, uh, no. <laughs> well, to Le- to Lionel, she's like, okay. I'm, no, wait a minute. I don't it was, know. because dest- He said we had to destroy the fragment. And I think she was good on that. She wanted to f- figure out a way to get a hold of this fragment because you know it could be used as a terrible weapon and she ends up like power playing dr grohl in the elevator what did yes. you think about that yes i was like oh lana is all in like she, she did is- research <laughs> she's Knows like i know this i know this i know this names. yeah that they just built a house and uh-huh um <clears throat> so oh, i should read justin hartley's notes on this episode uh, this is the first time we became aware of what Green Arrow could do. Lots of action, lots of outdoor work at night in the cold. Long days, longer nights, and when it was done, wow. I don't know if I can say badass, but I thought this episode was badass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this was a really good episode. This was my favorite. Yeah. I don't know. I like Zod more. But well, this Zod was, was exciting, second. but... Yeah. And had lots of very memorable scenes, but uh, the, as... I enjoyed getting to know Green Arrow. So, yeah, we find out that the Green Arrow isn't just stealing from the rich and giving to the poor. This is like a list of items that were already stolen. They were on the black market. And the security company was keeping an eye on it. It was like the list. And so Clark and Green Arrow pretty much discover at the same time that the Simon Westcott is the last person on the list. So we see... Green Arrow busting into the place. Just classic Green Arrow stuff, like Arrow into a pipe, rappelling across from roof to roof, across the metropolis night sky. It's very, very cool. And gets in and, like, shoots an arrow into the beam so they all go some, you know, point other places so he doesn't run into them. Mm-hmm. And just, of course, out of, out of nowhere, just as he's about to get that last uh, stolen item from behind him, the farm boy... Who are you? And they have their first little fight. Ollie tries a fist, gets thrown. He tries an arrow. Clark catches it. (laughs) And then he tries another and a guard gets hit with like a taser arrow. (laughs) Which is like, yeah, another gadget. (laughs) Um, So, of course, that distracts Clark so he can get away. Um, Chloe, Chloe working on the story. Yada, yada, yada. Lois, Lois gets taken. Taken. And uh, Clark is convinced that the Green Arrow did it. <laughs> um, and, which, and then he finally confronts Oliver and says the that's where he finds out that the items are already stolen. Oh, wait. This is, Clark actually goes into the apartment and, and x-rays the wall and like pulls the wall open. And it's finds like a, the armory. Yeah. And it's it like this room the- of green. I, I would think Clark would like flinch. <laughs> But no. Yeah, it's green, and you think it's going to be kryptonite, but it's not. Right. And he's got all sorts he, of weapons, and he's got like a – I wrote down a headline resume, which is just like <laughs> a collection of headlines that he had something to do with. Yeah. So, yeah, Meanwhile, Lois is getting drowned, um, and uh, yeah, the, the uh, security guy is trying to interrogate her um, to give up the green arrow. Uh, and the Green Arrow 
then he gets like they're about to shoot Lois, and Greeno is so good he shoots a bullet out of the sky with his arrow, mm. which is like, oh boy, that looked cool, but wow, that's really. <laughs> Yeah. Come on. Really? Yeah. You know how fast a bullet goes? Ollie, I love he's like shoot he's like takes down everybody and then he just does the grappling hook and like he Batman and Vicky Vale's um, up to the roof. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um Oh is and that's where he lays her down and like she fights him. Yeah. And then there's Clark comes in uh like Causes sparks and a fire or whatever, and it's to distract. So, uh, because she was about to unmask him. Yeah. But Clark and Green Arrow have like an understanding. They're going to keep each other's secrets. Mm-hmm. And, oh, and Clark tells Chloe not to look into who it is. Right. Yeah. Do me a favor. You know, I was worried that he was going to be like, oh, there's nothing to worry about here. But he's definitely like, Listen, I know who he is, and don't look into it. I, you know, and he's respecting the guy's privacy and secret identity. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, Clark actually at, tells Oliver to return the necklace to Lionel. You know, to basically save his mom from owing him or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh yeah, Chloe is intrigued that Clark and Green Arrow know each other. And, uh, yeah, because she's like a secret code, a uh, code of honor between superheroes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So it turns out that Lionel and Lex were doing a test on Lana. Mm. <laughs> and uh, Lex is still not, even though he had his father do that, um, he's still not letting him in, basically. He says, he's, you're trying to. Put so much effort into making the Kents believe you're a good man, you're starting to believe it yourself. And I wrote down page 30 here. I'm wondering if this is... Oh, no. Uh, darn, it was about the costume. I, sh- I just read about Justin's costume. Um, he talks about the costume department, best costume department, but the costume was a little uncomfortable. They made it as comfortable as they could, but I think by default, I'm wearing heels. The boots have four or five inch lifts in them, and so I'm six foot five or six in this thing, and it's leather, layered leather, so it's warm. It's also tight, so it's restricting, but I've got to do all these flips and stuff at the same time, so it's not very practical. But it looks cool, right? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, um, they're talking about Kristen doing that scene in the elevator, and one of the writers said that um, this elevator scene actually inspired the writing staff to see her character in a, in a different light. So, mm. mm-hmm. um, let's see, whatever. What else? Uh, he's a menace. You don't know him like I do. Oh yeah. Lois yeah. Oh, yeah. Every time, like you think Oliver is expecting her to compliment him or to say something nice to, about him. And mm-hmm. she does it. Like, oh, she's like insulting. <laughs> right. And then Ollie and Clark have a loft scene. Ah, uh, yeah. And, and Oliver accuses Clark of playing the martyr. And uh, yeah, and, and Clark is like, "Listen, you got to tell Lois, you, you know." Oh uh, yeah, trust you don't me, I've tried hurt this. Her. <laughs> yeah, and Oliver realized that he's talking about Lana. Mm-hmm. And Clark is not into doing bad to make good. He's not an ends justify the means kind of guy, and. 
uh, Oliver says, the world needs us. Let me know when you're ready to do something about it. You can't, don't just wait for them to come to you. You have to go to them. Right. Also interesting note. uh, He's looking at that newspaper and it has like, uh, the headline is like his parents are dead or whatever. The queen. Uh Um, That pretty close to the same newspaper that Lionel was reading in the helicopter in the first episode of the series. If you noticed, he was reading before, right when the meteor shower is is about to hit. Yeah. He's reading about uh, Queen Industries, uh, presumed dead or something like that. So So Oliver was made a uh, orphan when he was a small child. Mm -hmm. Yep, yep, yep. You know what I just realized I did not do? What? (laughs) I did not. No, I did not write down teases for next week. Oh, I thought you were going to say, I forgot to press record. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I'm sorry. But we've been going on so long. I should just give you. Oh, are my favorite part. Uh, Let me see if I can do something here. Uh... Come on with something on the fly. Something (laughs) good. Something quick. I'm bringing up the wiki here (laughs) because I don't want to give away too much. All right. So the next episodes, let me read you up the title. Titles. Um, okay. Um, is it four or five? We're doing, we're doing five next week. All right. The episode titles Ooh, are okay. Reunion. Mm. Uh-huh. And maybe something you were thinking about, we're going to find out more about. Uh, it might come People to pass. People from uh, boarding school. Uh-huh. Um, and then we have Fallout. And, okay. Um, I'll just say I thought Bow Wow was Cyborg. Um, okay. I got confused because Bow Wow is in that episode. <laughs> uh. And you can tell me if Bow Wow is a good actor or not. Also, we're going to see somebody else um, return that we saw pretty recently. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, the next episode is uh, Rage and um, Drugs Are Bad. Uh, and, <laughs> and, uh, let's see, where are we at? That's number three. Okay. Uh, the fourth episode is called Static and, um, oh my God, another superhero. <laughs> what? Oh God, I can't wait. <laughs> um, and the final episode that we're going to be talking about is Subterranean. Which is not about mole men. <laughs> but uh, it's about immigrants. So maybe Donnie should watch this one. Oh. Uh-huh. Interesting. Uh-huh. All right. So that's what's happening on We Don't Want to Wait ne- next week. We've been going on way too long. We'll bid you all adieu. Steph, anything you want to say? Uh, no. <laughs> My tongue hurts. Oh. Uh. I'll say it for you then. Let's go watch some episodes. <laughs> Let's go watch. Oh my gosh. What's next? Five episodes. Reunion. Reunion. Yes. Let's go watch Reunion. <laughs> All right. Bye, everybody.